Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. I was so far up your hello then, you barely got a hut out. I didn't. You, I mean, you might as well start from now on. <laughs> Let's see so if we can get to that point where you go in before I do. I mean, it's, well, it is my show. So, you know. It is your show. That is true. <laughs> I'm going to just slowly. You're just taking over. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. joking. Not, not. But um, how have you been? I'm very good, thanks. How have you been? Good. Well, all right. I I um I went to the dentist this week. Oh, which was fun. fine, just for a checkup. Yeah. And we completed the checkup. It was slightly weird because so my old dentist retired a while ago. Okay. And I think this is like only the second time I've been. So like my one. yeah, my old dentist like had been my dentist since I was like tight like when my mum used to take me oh, when wow. I was like five onwards no wonder he's retired <laughs> yeah because I'm old so he must be really old so <laughs> he he, he retired so I think the last time I went to the dentist I had a, 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 it was the first time I had a new dentist and then I had to move this appointment for, right. because of work duties so the person I saw this time wasn't the same person I saw last oh, time oh wow so I've had three dentists <laughs> so you've had one dentist till you're 42 and yeah. then two in one year I know crazy anyway oh, crazy. so she was doing the checkup, very nice lady dentist, and then because you get quite close, don't you? you do get very close. And then my point was at like half past eleven, like on a, a getting nose close to lunch. Yeah, and her stomach just kept going. Oh, she really? was like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> I just, I, I'm like, "It's fine. You've got to, it's what it is. You've got to be that." And then it just kept going, and then everyone just ended up laughing, and it was quite a weird appointment. Anyway, that does sound weird. She anyway, and she finished doing the examination, and I sat up, and, and she's like, "Right, well, everything's mostly fine." Uh, I was like, "Oh, right, what does that mean?" She's like, "Yeah, I think I think you had a filling on one tooth, and that's just fell out. Don't know oh. how long that's been gone, so I've got to get that done again." Oh. She's like, I was like, "How I did you not notice?" I that? hadn't noticed at all. It doesn't hurt. Well, don't worry about it then. Yeah, exactly. So I've got to go and get that done in a couple of weeks. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, I hate dentists. I who likes going to the dentist? I don't think anybody likes going to the dentist. No. It's just an uncomfortable experience. I don't think I've ever had a lady dentist. I was just thinking then when you said you've had a lady uh, dentist. The last one I had was a big, burly Eastern European guy. Okay. It was scary. His <laughs> fingers barely was fit it in my an mouth. actual dentist? I don't, maybe not. It was you like down, down some, some was black down a back market. alley somewhere. Yeah. Fingers, I mean, you've got a lovely grill now, though, after thank that. Thank you. His fingers barely fit in my mouth. <laughs> I didn't give that. That's funny. I didn't give that the reaction it deserved the first time. <laughs> thank you. That's why I said it again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice this with my jokes. I just keep saying it until people laugh. <laughs> um, so that yeah, did that, and then I, I think I've been uh, sort of replaying some younger years because I, I've spent a lot of time listening to Blink One Eighty Two's <laughs> new album. <laughs> Is it good? Week. Do you know what? It's all right, and I think they get a lot of stick, don't they, for yeah. just being puerile and not growing up. And but look, what's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. There's a shtick. There's loads of artsy fartsy music out there. Just it's fun. There's some good tunes on there. There's some not so great tunes on there, but it's quite nice to hear all the original lineup back together. Yeah. And they've been through quite a lot in the last <laughs> they fifteen are. years. You know, one nearly died in a plane crash. Yeah. Mark Hoppers nearly died of cancer. Yeah. And uh, now they're just being juvenile again. Yeah. You can blame them. I we tried to get tickets for their they're good because they were on tour in this country a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Like months and months ago, tried to get tickets. Just no chance anywhere there no it's, is it 182 182 or 182 i always say 182 i do as well i don't know what their what their official term is yeah i think they say 182 but i don't know i think one eight, i always say 182 182 i don't know what they officially call themselves nor do i who no one says 182 <laughs> i've been to well, see my blink 182 today yeah, <laughs> yeah my mum would say that as well <laughs> Have you heard of these young up and comers? <laughs> into, now into their 30th year of <laughs> yeah, being a band. Yeah, 50-year-old young up and comers. <laughs> so, look, it's all right. It is what it is, and what's wrong with that? It is indeed. How about you? How's your week been? Uh, good. I'm off work now for a week, so oh, that's lovely. nice. Okay. And I've not got anything planned. Oh, amazing. That's great. I'm just going to chill out and do nothing. Yeah. I might spend a lot of time in a virtual environment. Good. Um. Yeah, how's the how's the? Uh, it's good. I've been playing a game called the Jordan. Seventh Guest. Okay, you might know it. It was it was a game from 1994. Oh, really? It's a remake of that, and it was the first ever game on CD-ROM. 
Wow. Because it was it features motion-captured live actors. Oh, fantastic. And so it was too big to fit on a floppy disk, so they had to put it on a CD-ROM. Oh, man. And what it was a technical a, marvel. Yeah, it was at the time. And now, obviously, it's in VR, and it's got these CGI actors again. I feel like that is kind of ringing a bell with me. Yeah, somewhere. it's like you, you're in this haunted mansion. That, no, it's not haunted. You're in this mansion that's owned by a toy maker. Yeah. And every room's a different puzzle room. Okay. And you have to solve the puzzle room to re-enlight the what had happened on this particular night 50 odd years ago okay and so all these people they're live actors but they're Did this game invent memories. escape rooms maybe <laughs> absolutely maybe so they're like ghostly reimaginings of what happened at this faithful night 50 years ago and you're trying to figure it out by following the same puzzles and watching the story unfold in the past yeah it's got this really cool mechanic where you've got this lantern and when you shine it on something it shows you what it looked like before the place was abandoned uh. So it's like nice. all of a sudden the wallpaper will be back on the walls and the cobwebs will all be gone. It's yeah. really good. I'm really enjoying it. And have they, when you say they've remade it, remastered it, have they tied it up or is it still that No, sort it's of completely modern as it, modern day right, reimagining okay. of it. So it's it's like as good as graphics as VR nice. can be with new... Is it scary? Uh, bits of it are. It makes it a bit jumpy. Yeah. Um, but the, the puzzles are great. They're just the right level of this isn't that difficult, but also it's not really easy. Yeah. I've had to use a hints a few times. Okay. It's, cool. oh, it's very, it's very uh, topical and apropos of the fact it's Halloween. Week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's why they've released it this week. Yeah, makes so. sense. And then next month, the sequel to Arizona Sunshine's coming out. Have you heard of Arizona Sunshine? I, think I have. It's like the at the early days of VR, 2016. It was like the biggest and best game. Yeah. It's a zombie shooter. I was going to say, I nearly said it's zombie. I think I've had a go at it. Maybe you might have. I, you, I did have the original way. way back when. Yeah, but it's, it's like a wave. Yeah, it's like thing. a wave shooter yeah, of zombies. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely had a go at that. The sequel's coming out next month, and that looks amazing. Amazing, cool. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. That's my VR world. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about what you've got up to on your week next week. I'm excited for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to have a nice week off. I've got, lo- I've got a few things to do around the house, but yeah. nothing major. Oh, there's, there's loads of stuff you can watch on yeah, there's loads various of stuff streaming coming, services. Coming on Netflix, which we'll find out about later. Including some stuff you may not realise is there, which, you, you, again, we're, we've just had a slight <laughs> conversation about We before. have indeed. Right. Do we have Brilliant. a question or not? Uh, no. no. I've completely... When, let's just put this into perspective. We again. had to change the recording change, date. And it's completely thrown through, us off. Through neither of our faults. Yeah. A third party. Well, let's call it out. It's your wife's fault. <laughs> <laughs> let's not band about the bush. Um... Um, so we're completely discombobulated. It's Saturday morning, which is weird. <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? It is weird. The sun's out and everything. Well, the, the sun's up. I don't but, know if it's out. Yeah, yeah. It's not sick. dark. <laughs> um, so we haven't got a question of the week and we haven't done a real talk. So we completely like, we're flying on the seat of our pants in this episode. But also in our own special way, we're, we're going to be celebrating Halloween week with our Halloween special movie on Thursday. Yeah. Which is a traditional Halloween folksy irish comedy yes it is <laughs> <laughs> and Which, this in the history of the halloween show, more than that we, already, we never do halloween specials because like, we do horror movies we all do the time. horror movies all the time horror um i've just thought of a question okay i've I heard it on a different podcast this week so should we quickly do that yeah do it just run with it it's i think it's trending on tiktok so you might have heard it okay um, but they were talking about it so you've got a paper clip yeah right and this paperclip is highly illegal. Oh, wow. So wait, Contraband. Yes. And the FBI are going to come to your house in 20 minutes and search for this paperclip. Okay. Where are you hiding it? Uh, so they're not going to find it. Do they know for sure I've got it? Yes. Right. So I, that kind of rules out swallowing they're it because they're to, just going to wait yeah. me out. They're going to ransack your house to find this paperclip. So it's, oh, this will probably be quite a specific question because I know my house. And everyone yeah. listening doesn't. No, but uh, you'll have you can explain if you've got a particular area, or I think the person who I listened to on the podcast got it right because I think it's a great answer what she said. So I'll I'll give you that when she when we finish. How does okay? So if I <laughs> hmm. my initial thought is, can I put it with a load of all other paper clips? <laughs> Maybe, but paper clips are illegal to own. Oh, totally, totally right. Illegal okay, to own. so, so you've got. I've actually got. A, 200 so you're in much more trouble than just the one that you've <laughs> right, got okay fine so it's not that it's a specific place yeah. but uh how long have i got 20 minutes 20 minutes thinking they're going to be at the door banging the door breaking the door down and they're very thorough they will find it i mean could 
Could I knock on a neighbour's door and say, can I borrow no, some milk? Come in, in and oh, it's got to be my house. I can't just like palm it off. No, you can't just drive 10 minutes away and drive back, drive back again. <laughs> and like, just like shop you in. Like, no, like, they're watching you outside. They've right, got people okay, outside. Right. Oh, they've got like a, a van yeah. outside. You're being surveilled. <laughs> like, I don't know, Tom's donut delivery. Yeah. And I'm like, that van has never been there before. Who's having donuts delivered? <laughs> yeah. Where can I get them from? Exactly. Uh, okay, fine. I think it's got to be in my house. It's a paperclip though, so I could. You can manipulate its shape if you wanted. Yeah, to. Yeah, so you I'm can... I'm thinking, could I do something like uncurl it? Yeah. So it's a it's a straight line, straight of line, and do something like take the end off a radiator and and feed it in there, drop it maybe. in there, because they might still find it eventually. I think it's going to take them a while. <laughs> they're going to ransack my house, but they're going to take the radiators off the wall. And they know they're looking for a paperclip, though, so they're going to be looking in unusual places. Sure, but if you think of like, yeah, when cops or the FBI go and ransack houses, they're not taking pipe, th- you know, radiators off walls. And no, it's true. I, I, I could do that in twenty minutes. Yeah, easily. and do it and put it back up. You going with that? I th- put it in the radiator. Is it not going to start vibrating around if the heating comes on? I mean, it might do it at some point, but yeah. I could turn my heat on. All I'm saying is it's going to buy me time. Turn the heat off, it? they're going to go, it's cold in here. I wonder why it's not got its heating on. Loads of people, it's a cost, cost of living crisis True. on. Loads <laughs> of people aren't putting their there heating There is a cosy lives. <laughs> I hope that's the second time I've had cosy lives this week. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. It's awful. Let's not I mean, make it fun. I could, maybe I could think of something better, but if I've got 20 minutes to buy me some time, I feel like they're not going to find that on the first pass. Yeah. I agree. I think it's a good answer. So something like that. Because yeah. the other thing I was thinking, like burying the garden, but I think you're going to see evidence. You, yeah, of... you'll know that the garden's been dug up. Yeah. My my initial thought was to take a light switch off the wall and yeah. then push it up where the cables are. Straighten it out. So similar. Issue. Similar idea, yeah. So you're Hide just getting the... the electrical fittings yeah. rather than the plumbing. The, the person on the podcast... Could you flush it? I guess so. Would it flush, though? Don't know. Well, you could... You... There's ways of flushing it, isn't there? <laughs> you could ball it up in some paper. Maybe. Or... I think you got you've got to dispose of it in some sort of internal fixing fitting. Yeah. Have you got a? I got I got a drain. There's a drain cover yeah. in my porch. It's going down there. It's something like that. Something isn't like it? that. Yeah, I think so. I've got a boarded up chimney breast in my lounge that so I just take that off, put it up, and put it board back on it. Yeah. Something like that. I don't think that's going to delay him as much, but you're, that's the right... Yeah. I think that's the right line of thinking. Put it up in like the that. chimney, up in... Yeah. Chisel it into you, the... You can't... Uh, the, whatever the contraband is, there's none of this where you can... They're just going to weigh you out if you swallow it. Yeah. Putting it in the back of a shelf or a cubby hole, that's... It's Swallowing it's dangerous exactly. as well. It's got pointy edges. Yeah. You might perforate something. I think it's going in... It's going in some sort of fixing or fitting. Okay. Because it's... It just, they might find it eventually, but it's going to buy you time. Isn't it? The the lady on the podcast I was listening to said she would put it in the butter. In the butter. <laughs> so you push it into the butter and then smooth the top of the butter over. They wouldn't know it was there. They're not going to again. Look, they're, they're, they're not, not going to go through your butter it's, with it's fingers. It's a good idea. It is. I thought that. I thought yeah. that's actually a great answer. Yeah. Because they're not going to put their I fingers in your butter. Smart these guys. Hmm. Do you know what? Right. Talking of butter, this uh, is a disgusting. Sorry. Do you know fest <laughs> hole on X, formerly Twitter? Yeah, I don't. But yeah. So people just confessions and yeah stuff. yeah okay. and there was one there the other week and <laughs> it's very similar to what you've just described so i i don't th- i always read these and think not true yeah not true and i don't think this is true either I, I can kind of imagine the game but i don't think this is true so this someone wrote him with a confession that when they're at university in halls they used to basically play hide the shit <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a real rugby player it type does thing. yeah so d- d- I don't know if I need to explain the premise of the game. <laughs> Someone takes a shit and hides it somewhere around the halls of residence Ugh. and some unsuspecting pers- member of the, the corridor finds it at a later date. And the, That's the, right. the longest, I think you might, if you're going to connect the dots here from what you've just said, <laughs> the longest someone went before finding it, someone, someone claimed they scooped out the margarine tub. <laughs> I'm going to be sick. Saturday morning. <laughs> Took a shit, hid it in the margarine, re-smoothed it over, and it wasn't discovered until someone was buttering their toast oh, <laughs> a few weeks later. That is disgusting. 
uh, don't forget every butter again. <laughs> or toast. I love toast. Oh, me too. I could never eat Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for telling us that story. On fire this morning. This, like, we should do Saturdays more often. Do you think we've got to the point now where we just don't need a concept for this podcast <laughs> anymore? Possibly. We could just waffle for ages. <laughs> we could just give up and just... We don't have to do any work. We just <laughs> sit and chat to each other. Done 15 minutes already. I know, it's crazy. And I've ruined toast for you. You've so. ruined toast. Yeah, definitely butter. And I'm not keen on radiators anymore. <laughs> Couldn't shit in a radiator. Well, you could, but why would you need... I'm sure somebody has at some point. <laughs> right. Shall we do some Netflix news? I would like to know. I will put. Let's put it out there though. In the, come in the Discord and tell us how you would hide a contraband paperclip. Yeah, I'd like to know that too, please. Yeah, there's a real talk section in the uh, Discord. I can't remember the word Discord. Then <laughs> <laughs> fill that in. Brilliant. Right, Netflix news. Go. Sure. So, in terms of what we've just hinted at, sort of surprising ads. Yes. To Netflix, because this certainly wasn't on the sort of coming in October no, it wasn't. Uh, list this time last month, is the fact that Netflix has sneakily added a movie that was in cinemas only a couple of months ago. I remember you mentioning that you'd been to see it, and uh-huh. that is Talk To Me. Yeah. Uh, it is on Netflix UK now. It I is. have not it checked was... further. It is on this. It was recommended worldwide. to me yesterday. I assume so. But yeah, this this has really snuck there. Uh, it grossed nearly 100 million. I'm not surprised. It's the best horror movie of this year. Earlier this year, on a budget of four and a half million. And uh, we talked about there was already a sequel in development. Yeah. And uh, Talk to Me was a movie where the, they secretly filmed a, a mobile. The, they've got a disembodied hand. Yeah. And you have to shake its hand, and then it, that was someone's yeah. spirit. And horror ensues. Yeah. Uh, yeah, only. Couple of months ago, two or three three months ago, uh, well, you can go find it on Netflix. Oh, I might watch that. Over you this, should watch this it. It's Halloween weekend. It's my, it is my, I would say number one horror movie of this year. It's yeah. it's really really good. It's gruesome though. I'm not going to pull any punches. It's pretty uh, pretty violent at points. But yeah, a sneaky ad from Netflix mm. onto Netflix UK and a great film. So yeah, go go find that if that's your bag. Definitely perfect for Halloween. I wonder how much they paid for that. Well, yeah, because we'd, we'd sort of said a few weeks ago, hadn't we? It was probably when we were looking ahead, the month, sort of a yeah, yeah. couple of months ahead. We said Netflix is, it feels a bit lighter this month in terms of when you consider previous years, they've done like a movie, a new movie a week yeah. for for Halloween, a horror movie. And and, and if we did say that it felt a bit lighter. And this this is the rabbit they've pulled out of the hat. Maybe why, this. maybe they've spunked all their money on Talk <laughs> To Me rather than quite eight horror movies a week or whatever it was last year. And it just shows you, doesn't it, how how much things have changed in terms of... There's no there's no rules anymore in terms of you've no. got to wait a couple, few hour, months for something to hit streaming no, from cinemas. Not. If the money's there, it's pay up and no, there you go, have it. next day if you want. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's a wild west now. It is. Okay, next news story is an update on Black Doves, okay. which is a Netflix spy thriller coming next year. I think we might have mentioned previously that this had been announced and that Kira Knightley was going to take the lead. I think we have spoken about it, it before, yeah. Uh, there's, there's been additions to the cast and, and it's becoming quite the... Uh, UK TV and film royalty, I guess, okay. adding to the cast of this. So it's British, is it? Yes. So we can Br- cast it and act it and film it. And- Correct. Okay, cool. Correct. Uh, Br- ben Wishaw has joined the cast. Okay. As has Sarah Lancashire. Mm, interesting. Uh, who's you- TV royalty. Yeah, and it usually does, I mean, in, in my brain, pretty exclusive to terrestrial TV. Yeah, she's she's done ITV dramas for years. Yeah, and... and- BBC stuff as well. Well, she's she's making the jump to Netflix uh, to join Black Doves. Uh, it's uh, just as a reminder. It's set during Christmas time in London, revolving around Kira Knightley's character Helen Webb, a politician's wife, doting mother, and professional spy. No, uh, for years she's been passing on her husband's secrets uh, to the Black Doves, a shadowy organisation for whom she works. But when her lover Jason is assassinated, her life is turned upside down and only her old friend can help to keep her safe. Is this like the British version of uh, 
I've started something without <laughs> remembering the names of TV shows. The Diplomat. Yes, it is. Net, one of Netflix's big hits earlier this year. Uh, when, yeah, Black Doves. Wow, that sounds quite good, actually. I, I mean... It, it is a film, then? Not a, no, it's series. Oh, it's series. Six-part okay. limited series. I, I'm, I'm kind of... I mean, it only started shooting the last couple of weeks. I'm thinking, can they get it out this time next year if it's Christmas set? Yeah, I think so. That's got to be the goal, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah surely. Sarah Lancashire plays uh, Kieran Knightley's boss, the spy master. Oh, okay. I guess she's playing she's playing a Judy Dench type thing from <laughs> James Bond. M, is it? Yes. I don't really do I James Bond. I don't know either. He's famously never seen a James Bond film. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be more more info of that coming out. But that's that yeah, that's quite the cast for a That's a, a great British picture of Ben Whishaw. It isn't it? He looks like the guy hair. who's the guy who played Elvis, he looks like him. Austin, Austin Butler. Yeah. Next. Uh, a An update on something that we reported, but everyone got it wrong. And this, again, adding to the sort of Wild West nature of when things arrive or don't on Netflix. Yeah. We said when we were looking ahead to, I think it was what's hitting Netflix in September. So going back a couple of months. Yeah. We, said, we, we were going and it was reported everywhere that uh, Batman, the animated series is coming to Netflix. Yes, it was. It, it was. It was back in September. Was, and then yeah. it never turned up. Yeah, it, they duped everybody. I was even... It was a few few weeks ago. I was like, oh, that... I remember we talked about that. I've got half an hour. I'm going to watch one. Couldn't find wasn't it. wasn't there. What's going on? It's a mystery. Uh, I'd love to know the behind the scenes of what's happened here because Netflix have announced again <laughs> that Batman the Animated Series is coming to Netflix UK on Tuesday the 21st of November. Okay. Will it? Who knows? I'd love to know what held it up. But uh, wouldn't it be funny if somebody just didn't press the button? Yes. <laughs> For two months and no yeah, one noticed. No one's noticed. But they've been paying those rights and they've got the two months they've they've not they've not managed to capitalise on that. I mean it is this is I remember watching this as as a kid and I loved this show. It's still widely regarded one of the best superhero T V series of all time. I think the um, person who wrote this article's very excited. Yes, I think so. <laughs> His name I is so. Rory Mellon, which is a wonderful name. <laughs> um, he practically squealed with excitement when he was there given the date. 21st November. I will keep an eye on it to see if it does arrive. Yeah, let's see if it does actually come this time. Keep going, you're on a roll. You know what's nearly here? What? Once we've done Halloween. What? We'll be full on the Christmas train. Yeah, we will. And I'm sure as we... Well, we'll be, I guess we'll be hitting our next season, won't we? Yeah. Of this show. Uh, by I the think time the end Christmas of this season's going to come very time. close to Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, it may be, well, I've not done the math, so maybe it'll be the end of this season, start of next season, where we do a Christmas special, Christmas movie. I'm not sure. I think it'll be, it must be I think this season will end in December. Okay. I just don't know what point. Okay. Well, there's a couple of bits of news now on some christmas time releases okay on netflix first of those is uh a new adult animated series from one of the writers of community and rick and morty okay. uh, dan guterman and that is carol in the end of the world nice which will premiere on netflix on december the 15th cool with 10 episodes um watch one a day what's the last one on christmas day there you go <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carol and the End of the World. Uh, the, the synopsis for that is, when a mysterious planet hurtling towards Earth, extinction is imminent for the people of the world. While most feel liberated to pursue their wildest dreams, one quiet and always uncomfortable woman stands alone, lost amongst the hedonistic masses. Uh, I think essentially this is about an introverted character who just... Want some time alone quietly <laughs> for the last few days of the year. I feel like I might be able to relate to that person. <laughs> um, I, I, the, there's a couple of, there's a trailer out there. There's a couple of images and, and the animation style looks very good. Uh, I'm, I'm quite excited for this. Uh, Gutsman himself said in a statement, Carol in the End of the World is a love letter to routine, a show about the comforts of monotony, an animated and existential comedy about the daily rituals that make up the gaps 
that make up a life. Ooh, uh, very profound. Because I'm not sure how you can have routine and monotony when the world's about Bad to world. end. Yeah. But that's the that's the that's, that's what we'll that's find out. Tag, I guess. Um, Netflix really love an adult animated comedy. There's so many on there now. There is so many. So many on it's, there. It's a real industry they've created. It really is. Um, cool. That sounds good. I'll keep my eye out for that one. I'll so that's arriving just before Christmas. And because it's Netflix, arriving next month, because, because Christmas movies can't arrive in December, <laughs> uh, is, I, I guess this is Netflix's big Christmas movie this year. Okay. Uh, it's called Best Christmas Ever. Nice. And it stars Heather Graham. Oh, wow. Brandy. Who's Br- Brandy? The singer from the early 2000s. No. Like uh, from Brandy Ginger. and Monica. The boy <laughs> awesome. is mine. Okay. And, and your celebrity lookalike. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Am I about to be insulted here? No. No, Jason Biggs. <laughs> I don't look like Jason Biggs. <laughs> Oh, He's Jason Biggs is a good-looking guy. He is, but I don't look anything like him. Uh, I mean, what a cast! <laughs> to him, <laughs> um, what a cast indeed. The premise of this movie is that Heather Graham and Brandy play frenemies. Okay, right? I guess teen rivals, if you like, thrust back together. Uh, in their small town, because it's this always happens. Someone returns to their small town. Yeah. Uh, and I'd love to do a small town American Christmas. <laughs> and essentially, Heather Graham's character spends the movie trying to disprove Brandy's character's claims that she's got this perfect life and right, everything. Okay. And I'm sure they, you know, Christmas Hilarity brings everyone shoes. together. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, and yeah, Jason Biggs plays plays Heather Graham's husband in this movie. Right. Um, I I will I hundred percent it will be watched in my house. <laughs> Yes. Whether I like it or not, whether you are there at the time or not, uh, I no, I'm sure I will. I'm sure <laughs> I will see this movie. Um, Look at that house! <laughs> How do people afford massive houses like that in movies? It arrives. I think it's fifteenth of November. It's mid-November. Okay, uh, you can you can watch this one. Sixteenth, sixteenth of November. I just, I just think this is exactly the cast that Netflix. It's just, it's just it ticks all the boxes, it does, doesn't yeah. it? Famous, but not that famous anymore. Used to be famous. Uh, Let us us know if you uh, end up watching, yeah, Best Christmas Ever. Uh, I thought it had been a couple of weeks since we talked about Rebel Moon. So I'll I'll keep it quick. Zack Snyder has announced that there is a Rebel Moon prequel comics line arriving. Cool. Uh, yeah, it will be, it will be produced by uh, Titan Comics. Okay. Uh, and it's, you can find it on the 10th of January. Um, I've got a title here somewhere. Rebel Moon, House of the Blood Axe. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, a prequel comic series. I mean... I, just, I like I said before. I just I love the confidence. It's unbelievable that all this is there and it's it's all ready to go and this whole world is going to implode all over us over the next few months. It's, it's like, just going to be every form of media you can. It's think not of. going to be that big. No, it's. Not. it's I mean, <laughs> it will be big. It might be one of Netflix might find a way to claim it's their biggest movie ever. Yeah, I'm sure they will. But we've talked about tabletop games, comics, you know, uh, animated series. It's just. You can't force that, I don't think. They're going to certainly try. They are going to try and force it down your throat. You can't just invent the next Star Wars. No. Star Wars is... It's taken 50 years to get where it's got. Yeah, you've you've (laughs) got to kind of... You've got to let that happen to an extent... Organically. Organically. Yeah, you have. For the fans want it, because people will just reject it. It's... Gonna but be chaos. It is gonna be chaos. But Zack Snyder has got these army of nerds that just love him. <laughs> not enough but though. Not enough. Not to enough. To make a franchise. For the for yeah. 
I don't think we're wrong on this. <laughs> I don't, don't think we are either. Think... I mean, I can't wait for the movie because I just, I just... There's going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah. The first one comes on the 22nd December. Then this comic comes on the 10th of January. Then the second one comes on the 19th of April. Correct. So you've got four months where Netflix is just going to rebel moon you to death. Uh, the the comic will apparently fill in the origin stories of the characters to be played by Cleopatra Coleman and Ray Fisher. Cool. Uh, Devra and Darian Bloodaxe. And takes it's place five years name. five years before the events of the first movie. Okay, good. Wicked, great. Let's move on. <laughs> Next. Some casting news ahead of Mike Flanagan's next project. So excited. Which, interestingly, he has got cameras rolling on since basically the start of October because huh. he uh, and the his production crew have managed to get an interim agreement mm. with SAG Afra. I don't think I like that. Yeah. So they've been casting and filming this. Why? Uh, Is that not like this movie? You know when you like get scab workers in to uh, get an industry. I, I would like to know because there's a couple of these going on. Mm. And and all we get is this line of we've got an interim agreement. But doesn't it so like what is it? What's the details? Doesn't it cheapen the strike that they're even asking for an interim agreement? And yeah, like, and why do they what's why, what, are they so why is this thing yeah, exactly. Because it's got quite the cast, this uh I think we might have mentioned it before. Uh, the Life of the Life of Chuck is a movie adaptation of a Stephen King short story. We have mentioned it before, yeah. Three short stories. Yes. Tom Hiddleston's in it. Mark Hamill's in it. And added to the cast this month. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ejiofor, but yeah, great, well done. Karen Gillan. Yeah, and uh, permanent man boy Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> He's like seventeen. Yeah. He's not like a man boy. <laughs> he's still a boy. He's um, he's one of those that Mike Flanagan loves though. He's been in a few of his things now. Sure, even that rubbish one that we had to watch on this show. Yeah, about the butterflies. That was great that was. <laughs> Uh, the Life of Chuck, if you need a reminder, is an adaptation of a sh- of three Stephen King short stories uh, where Charles Krantz essentially lives his life in reverse. Yeah. Uh, he starts his life at 39, dying from a brain tumour, and ends uh, with his childhood. I've, I think I said this before. I know I've read the book that these are in, but I can't remember this story <laughs> for the life of me. I remember it. I will read it again before this comes out as well. Yeah. Uh, it's yes, it's uh, Jacob Tremblay's third third collaboration with mm. Mike Flanagan. Uh, Karen Gillian's second, and Mark Hamill is now becoming a regular. Yes, he is. Having been in the Fall of the House of Usher and being amazing in the Fall of the House of Usher. Mark Hamill's great actor. He is. You know, it, the 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 resurgence and appreciation of Mark Hamill. I don't know, again, linking back to the Batman stuff, I know a certain section of audience have always known that through his mm. voice work. But he's classed as the best Joker ever, isn't he? But is his real life resurgence, <laughs> actual acting resurgence the last few years has been since, probably since the, the last, it was the last Jedi, I don't know, whichever Star Wars film they brought Luke Skywalker back for. Yeah. Um, He's great in Fall of the House of Usher. He's great in it. Everybody's yeah. great in that show, but he's really great in it. Yeah. Cool. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so that is rolling. I don't like that it's rolling, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. News this week that James McAvoy will be making his directorial debut. Oh, okay. Uh, imminently. He has signed up to direct uh, a musical biopic um, okay of uh, of a fake Scottish rap duo <laughs> so remember like Millie okay. Vanilli yeah who were put together and never sang on any records yeah, and just it, mind everything there's basically a version of that um, so I, I've never heard of this story so back in the late 90s uh, there was two Scottish guys uh, Gavin Bain and Billy Boyd, they reinvented themselves as Californian rappers, syllable and brains. 
Okay. And basically, Turn Up in London, and according to this synopsis, took the music industry by storm. Uh, I don't recall. I don't ever recall hearing ever hearing them before, but fine. Uh, but basically, this this musical biopic is about these fraudsters who had the world fooled until it all fell apart. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I it's not a story I'm familiar with. Uh, but McAvoy has released a statement saying that uh, what these two young men from Dundee attempted be- beggars belief, and I can't wait to bring this incredible story to the cinema. I'm going to use Scottish talent behind and in front of the camera because it's something I'm passionate about, and I am over the moon to be making my directorial debut. Yeah. Cool. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. I like James McAvoy. Uh, apparently, it says the in the real the real life story they ended up having opening slots for D twelve, who are like Eminem's crew. Yeah, they were. They? Yeah, the Dirty Dozen. Yeah, uh, and appeared on MTV. So there you go. Wow, there you yeah. go. Uh, news confirmed this week that we are getting another Highlander reboot. Another one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I mean, it's going to be directed by Chad Stahelski, who directed John Wick. Oh, okay. So that's quite interesting. He's a guy, obviously, with a lot of uh, momentum on his side. Well, sounds like I it. guess. Uh, it, it's going to, he's also got Mike Finch on board to write it, who is the writer of John Wick Chapter 4. So... Essentially, this a lot of this team is lifting and shifting over. They're, they're going to take on Highlander. And Henry Cavill Ugh. is going to lead this one. Of course he is. I know what you mean. You're just one of those because guys that just makes me have my... I like Henry Cavill. I don't hate him. But I'm not inspired to see him in stuff. No, same. And it Because it feels like... I will power to you, because I suppose you'd do the same. This is another example of Henry Cavill going, I really liked Highlander when I was... Younger, yeah. and now I want to have a go at it. Yeah, which he's done with The Witcher. Yeah, Superman. Superman. You know, we've tra- what there was something else we've talked about before when he's trying to get off the ground. World of he, Warcraft. Yeah, something like I that. I don't know if it was Warcraft, but it was one of those sort Warhammer. Of, yeah, I think it was Warhammer. War something. Yeah, and yeah, he's going to be the Highlander. Cool. Um, they're looking to begin filming in 2024 with a budget allegedly north of 100 million i think you need that for that sort of yeah movie don't you you need them big can't budget. get sean connery back can we no, no it'd be very difficult you would need that sort of budget just to get him back <laughs> i tell you what i bet you can do wonders with ai i bet christopher lambert is already <laughs> dusting off his boots waiting for the call for the cameo yeah surely um i mean considering the cano- that the whole thing of highlander is there can only be one <laughs> There's been like eight been, movies. There was a TV now. series, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, there was. For a couple of years as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine. I, I guess it's been long enough. Has it? I don't know. How long has it been? Don't care. Uh, it's long enough. And I think it had quite a lot of like straight-to-video movies as well. I feel like Highlander just, has never really gone away. Yeah, it just always does stuff. But it's, it? I guess it's maybe it's been a while since it had that big budget adaptation. Yeah. Okay, I mean, we said, next piece of news is that we said we would get a, a, an influx of announcements about movies being delayed. Yep, this is going to happen a lot. We were talking about Deadpool 3. Well, yeah. a week later, here we are. Uh, Disney has announced this week that its live-action Snow White movie is moving back a whole year. Wow. From March 24 to March 2025. That is a whole year. Feels like a long way away. <laughs> but it isn't. They have also uh, released their first promo pic of Rachel Ziegler as Snow White, surrounded by what they are now terming seven magical creatures. Oh, dear me. Not allowed to say dwarfs. <laughs> okay. They're all CGI generated as well, by the way. Because yeah, yeah. there was a whole controversy, wasn't there, about will, will they cast normal-sized people? And yeah, yeah they're all CGI. Yeah. It's her that's been really controversial about the story as well. She, did she say some unscrupulous things about the original film? Did she? I I'm not sure. So. I've not I been on she, top of that one. I think one. she pissed some fans off, if I'm thinking of that's who I'm thinking of. Uh, the other big movement on the Disney 
slate is that Pixar's uh, animated movie Elio has been pushed back from March the 1st, 2024 to June the 13th, 2025. Wow. So uh, we're going to have some gaps in schedules. 2024 is going to be a quiet year yeah. for movies. It really is. Uh, Bob Iger told SAG-AFTRA allegedly this week that the deadline is all but upon them in terms of CEOs having to decide which films are getting pushed if sides cannot come to a resolution soon. Sources, according to Deadline, said if the strike was not broken by the first week of November, you will soon see a, a lot more waterfall, stuff. I guess, a domino effect of, of release dates moving. I mean, I don't know if that's the bargaining chip that the CEOs think it is. No, not in either. What? What? What does that? Why does that put the ball in actors' courts to say? Well, I don't care if you have to move stuff. Yeah. What? Uh, what <laughs> this is, this is, it's like fine, move it. Yeah. Pay us some fucking money. Uh, Paramount also announced last week their first sort of big shift, and that is that the next Mission Impossible movie will no longer be released in 2024. Wow, and that's the second part of the first, the last <laughs> second part of the last one. Um, there is no release date on the calendar for it. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, I expect this to happen a lot. And then the final piece of news this week, again, very apropos given it is Halloween week, is the... I think it's taken a lot of people by surprise. Yeah. And that is that a sequel has been commissioned to... I guess it was... Was it about this time last year? The, the uh, first movie? Yeah, can't I guess remember. so. Can't remember. Uh, to The Black Phone. The Black Phone 2. It's coming. It's coming. I'm not surprised because... It's really easy to make sequels for horror movies. And when horror movies do well, you usually get a sequel for them. This and that do, film did very well. Th- it did do very well. Uh, $164 million uh, in the States. This does have a release date penciled in. Okay. June the 27th, 2025. Wow. <laughs> uh, Blumhouse and Universal released a statement saying, the sequel will be the launch of a new Sinister franchise. So not the first one. Oh, okay. First one wasn't the launch. First one's a one and done. Because they didn't know they were making a franchise (laughs) at that point. But now they do. Now they do. What Uh, they have, what the Black Phone has, is a really cool mask. Yeah. um, And you can make a franchise from a mask. That's what they're doing. And that is exactly what they're doing. I feel like that's what they're doing. Because nobody survives that first movie. Yeah. There's only one person coming back, I would imagine. And he's going to be a lot older now than he was in 2020, whenever this film was filmed. Uh, screenwriter C. Robert Cargill Good name. posted a tweet this week and he said he's done one of those cool things where he does a com- this is the this is how the conversation went okay so he he, he tweeted me I'm <laughs> only going to make a black phone sequel if we have a really good idea phone rings Joe Hill I've got a really good idea <laughs> me and Scott Derrickson 30 seconds later we're making a black phone sequel. Wow. You can trust Joe Hill, I think. He knows what he's doing. Uh, I'll be interested to see if Scott Derrickson steps in to direct this because I kind of feel it feels like he doesn't need to. Need this to. is the sort of thing you would pass, produce and pass, pass on. Yeah. Pass the directorial range. Be an executive range, producer. But we'll see. Or maybe if it's going to be a franchise builder, maybe he'll do this one and then pass it on after that. Yeah, budget of 18 million. Did wow. 161 million. It's a really good film as well. It's a, if you're looking for a really good horror movie this Halloween, you won't go much wrong with Black Phone. It's really good. What you you got? This surely must be. Uh, he says without having anything in mind, uh, being be a good like subtitle for the sequel of this, the Black Phone Two callback callback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ringtone. Yeah, there's loads. Now we're just going to think of these for the next ten minutes, aren't we? Probably. That's all the news this week. Good news, well done. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Because we're recording a few days later. Yes. If if we'd have recorded this normally, I wouldn't have been able to say I've finished this series. But I can say I've finished this series. Okay. I've watched the whole series. It's only eight episodes of Bodies. Oh, excellent. On Netflix. I've done three. Okay. I'm three episodes deep. I've really enjoyed it. I'm really enjoying it. It's 
stupid. It's not. I want to say stupid, but I don't mean it's stupid because it's it's quite serious. But it's that high concept. It's stupid. Yeah, you've just got to go with it. Yeah, agreed. I almost mean that it's good, stupid as a compliment, not as yeah. an insult. Yeah, it's just it's just silly drama, isn't it? But it's fun. yeah, as long as it's fun. I'm really enjoying. It. I've literally I'm three episodes and I've got no idea where it's going, what's <laughs> happening, what's going on. I've literally not even got a theory of where it is. Yeah, so and that's that's kind of where I was. That's at what's this point. keeping me involved. I, and I wasn't. I I wasn't disappointed. I have since read something since by the creator, which kind of says Netflix made this tack a bit on at the end. Okay, but it was imagined as a one and done. Yeah, and I think there's a secret. I'm happy with that. Is that what you're basically? Okay. But I I. I you, I'm sure you read once you get to the end, but yeah, the 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 writing crate basically said, uh, "Don't read too much into that. That's no. just there, just in case this is like a Squid Game success, which I don't think it's going to be." No, but but if you if you know your bodies, it's a it's a time traveling police drama. Yeah, I guess so. In which the same body is found in the same place in 1890, 1941, 2023, and. 2053 yeah something like that and that's the high concept of this thing and it's it's, it's a really great idea as well yeah and you can just do whatever you want with it it's based on a graphic novel yes uh, it is and it's yeah. it's it's just fun it's stupid fun i'm really looking forward to watching the rest of it stupid fun but it's a serious program yeah and they they, they get the balance right i really enjoyed it really oh, enjoyed it good, all the I'm way glad. through i'm really glad because I've, I've three episodes in i've really enjoyed it and i'm glad yeah. it carries on carries that on all the way through Anything else? I think that's pretty much it. That's good work in a week, though. It's eight, yeah. eight hours of TV. Yeah. I'm impressed. I don't think we've watched anything. I don't know if we've watched anything else. I, I have started and completed a TV series this week. Okay. I watched The Reckoning. Oh, is, that, is that the Savile thing? It's the Savile yeah. thing. Yeah. How's that? Everybody at work was... To, I wasn't going to watch it because that that whole story triggers me. It's not fun, <laughs> is it? It's not fun. Why are you going to watch that in my um, spare time? I, I've had the similar, similar thoughts. I, I do find him fascinating. And I find it fascinating how he did what he did and no and got away with it for as long as he did. But so everybody was work was watching this so was like, okay, I'll give it a go. And I watched the first episode last Sunday. Yeah. And I thought, that is actually great. It's really well done. Okay. And then on Monday I watched the all three of the last episodes. Right. I watched three episodes in one night. Um It's really good. It's like it's obviously it's a tough watch. It's yeah. a really hard watch. You've got they each episode starts with real life victims talking. Yeah. And then it goes on and tells that story in the episode and then he's also at the end of his life being interviewed for this book that was genuinely happening and so he's telling the story at the same time but steve coogan is fucking great he can be for when he it's you couldn't get this wrong could you take no it you on. wouldn't want to get it wrong yeah. either because you it, it'd almost be like into a caricature this, and, you can almost see it couldn't you like if this if we can't get it it's get, we're dumping it, we're, yeah, and it's never. It's got out. to be right because yeah. this is such a triggering story to tell. Um, and Steve Coogan plays him at every point in his life. He plays yeah. him as a young man and as an eighty odd year old man. And I remember Jimmy Savile. I know what he was like, and is he got he gets everything spot on. It's almost like you're watching the actual man. He doesn't look exactly like him, mm. but the mannerisms, the voice, the characteristics—it's all there. And it's spooky how well he did it. It how, really is. I'm interested in, in a question I have is how is it handled in terms of like this is a BBC so this show. Is my, this is my issue with it, right? And there are numerous reasons why this guy was allowed to continue operating. It was an open secret. The the BBC has never been held to account. Held to account, yeah. And, and this, do they do they? How harsh are they on themselves in this show? Or this is, is that my, just this kind is of my in the issue with it? Not... This this is my issue with it, right? This this could have brought the BBC down and should have brought the BBC of down, course. arguably. They do talk that they do acknowledge the fact that they're involved in this, but they're not as harsh on themselves as they are on the NHS. Really? Let's just put it that way. That's that's however, at the end of each episode it comes up that this is an ITV Studios productions made for the BBC. Oh, interesting. So I don't know how heavily involved the BBC were in making it, but I do know that they're profiting from it and I'm not that's convinced dubious, that that's isn't it? right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's shonky. 
Yeah. Why have ITV made this and given it to the BBC? Yeah. Because they're, they're going to say, oh, well, we're creating some separation. We couldn't, we don't feel we could make could it. Make but it. you'll make it, like you say, you're getting viewers from it. You're... Yeah. And that, that doesn't sit right with me. This whole controversy, whatever, 12 years ago, should have brought the BBC down. And yeah, I think that's, that's a that's fact. Wrong. I think, I think the BBC have never recovered from it in my eyes. I don't. Well, they just closed shop. We didn't did, know. We didn't know. And they did know. And it's yeah. quite clear that they did know what was going on. They changed a lot of rules around the filming of Top of the Pops in the 80s and seven, late 70s. And, but it does tell all that story. And it doesn't hide away from that. But he does spend a lot more time in hospitals than he does in BBC studios in the show. Wow. Um, but performance-wise, it's definitely worth watching. Um, Steve Coogan is some people are saying it's Steve Coogan's like this is what he'll be remembered for and I'm like no that's ridiculous he's <laughs> going to be remembered he's <laughs> never not going to be remembered for Alan Partridge I'm sorry but yeah. as in terms of dramatic roles he absolutely he's spot on with this yeah. and he gets it dead right so it's a tough watch but I would recommend watching it okay it's, it's good um, also finished Orange, uh, not Orange is the New Black, <laughs> Only Murders in the Building. I'm well behind on this. I finished I mean, the latest yeah. series. It isn't as good as any of the other series. Oh, okay. Because um, at the start, I've only, I've only watched like three or four. Yeah. And I'd... Yeah, okay. It just isn't as good. Yeah. You know, as in, the, still you didn't good. find the resolution as, it didn't tie together. Or It does, it does all tie together. It all comes together at the end. Because so out. far, I've, I've loved it and it's like... That's fine then. If you... No, but I, I remember <laughs> you saying at the start, it was It was great. good. It was like, um, you're not saying it was bad. I'm right? not saying it was right. bad because the other three series are great and this one just doesn't quite live up to it. Okay. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's good. I just don't think the three of them gelled together as much as they did. Okay. Uh, there's a sequel tease for that as well, so that's coming back. I would it's already been renewed. Yeah. It? Okay, cool. Sorry. And then I watched a film on... What day is it today? Saturday. I watched a film on Thursday night. Okay. I watched Apocalypse Clown. Okay. <laughs> I remember I talked Perfect. about this when we were saying what's coming in October yeah. because David Earl's in it and I listened to his yeah, podcast yeah. with Joe Wilkinson and so I thought I'll give this a go. I wanted to watch this so I'm interested to hear what you say. As I was watching this I was thinking Nick's going to really enjoy this. You <laughs> should watch this. Nick is actually going to get this. Uh, it's a dark comedy about what clowns would do during an apocalypse. Yeah I'm sold already. And <laughs> I'm absolutely sold. It's great. It's really funny. I really, um, I like David Earl. I love David Earl. I think he's great. This, the, 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 it's an Irish thing. So the rest of the cast are Irish, but he play, he plays this like clowns are a thing. He's become a thing of the past. Yeah. He's like people don't are not really clowns anymore. Sure. But these in this world, clowns are not just people dressed as clowns. Clowns are clowns. Hmm. He's a clown. Hmm. He doesn't have any other personality, and nor do any of the other clowns in it. So it's, I guess it's similar to, so you, you're priming me to, for it to be similar to sort of when we watched Girlfriend's Day. Where like everything was... Greetings cards, are, this is a world where greetings cards are really important. So this is a world where clowns are clowns and that, that's... This is a world where clowns were clowns. Yeah. And now clowns are washed up and no longer yeah. relevant. Got and then the apocalypse happens and yeah. how do clowns deal with that? Um, It's really good. I really enjoyed it. Cool. It's a silly little low budget Irish comedy. Is it on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Um, brilliant yeah it's good there's one particular clown, female clown in it who is she steals it completely it's great but I think that's it I think that's all I've done I think I'm uh, yeah good that's everything I've watched I've spent a lot of time in VR as I said at the beginning of the show oh I still have still a pretty, haven't uh, been the cinema for a long time okay um, I'm debating whether to go tonight because they're showing Beetlejuice oh cool so I don't know I'm, I'm debating whether to go or not so I've not decided if I'm going to okay. go or not but I will uh, I will let you know next week if I did. Right. How are we doing for time? <laughs> Considering we haven't done a real talk, we're really deep into this episode. So what we'll do quickly to end the episode is a quick run through of what's coming in November. Sounds good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. November the 1st. What's coming, Nick? Um, not a lot. Hurricane season. What's that? Mexican thriller following a group of teens who, after discovering a corpse in the town's canal, begin to unravel the town's secrets. Nice. Uh, you are also getting Wing Woman, a, a French crime comedy starring Melanie Laurent. I like mm. her. She's good. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. All the light we cannot see. November the 2nd. November the 2nd. This, this is going to be, I think this is one of Netflix's awardsy pictures. Yes, it is. In terms it's of limited series. You've got Mark Ruffalo in this. Yes. Uh, from, from memory, I think. So, uh, 
it's it's about a, a blind French teenager and how she is well her her relationships through the Second World War, I believe. Cool. So. Okay. On the same day, Parasite is coming to Netflix. The Oscar-winning movie. The Oscar-winning movie. That's been on Amazon since it came out, pretty much. Oh, there you go. Moving over to Netflix. Great film. Watch Parasite if you've not seen it. That's not even a request. <laughs> it's a command. <laughs> uh, Blue Eye Samurai. Well, I'm just, I just love it every time I get to say that <laughs> title. Uh, an anime series centered around a mixed-race samurai and a quest for revenge in Japan. That arrives November the third excellent uh, as does sly a documentary chronicling the 50 year year career of <laughs> sylvester stallone <laughs> talking of long careers there's also a docuseries about robbie williams coming called robbie williams <laughs> i mean if if say for example uh, we had to watch one each. I'm sorry, I'm taking Sly. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Good job that's not happening. Do a boy band, get fucked up, do some songs, get a f- bit more fucked up, have some kids. That's Robbie Williams, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're not far off. Uh, November the 10th, The Killer. That's uh, uh, Fassbender's new show. It's new David film. Finch's new movie. Yeah. Netflix movie, yeah. Uh, November 14th, it's the first Netflix live sporting event. Oh, this the is the Netflix um, Cup. Golfers versus F1 drivers. Yeah. The, uh, Playing golf. <laughs> I genuinely might actually watch that. I've got no interest in golf or F1 drivers, <laughs> but it just feels like it's just going to be ridiculous. They've got, They. I really hope they do some fun stuff, like pimp, just, pimp the play. golf cart so they look like F1, F1 cars. cars. Don't just play golf. No. Who's <laughs> interested in Nobody's that. Nobody's interested in that. Best Christmas ever, November the 16th. That's the one we mentioned earlier with Heather Graham. Uh, Scott Pilgrim takes off. Oh, wow. I didn't realize The animated season uh, arrives November the 17th. Yes. Uh, Basically, the whole cast of the movie reprising their roles. After so long as well. Yeah. To get them all back is really impressive to do an animation. Adam Sandler's next Netflix film is an animated film, Leo. That arrives on November the 21st. Adam Sandler stars as Leo, a lizard who has spent the majority of his life in a classroom terrarium and decides to escape after learning he only has a year left to live. Oh, okay. I guess this is the big one. I think so. There's nothing else coming out on this day, that's for sure. November the 22nd, Squid Game The Challenge. Netflix is take on real life squid game yeah. is finally airing the biggest show on netflix is brought to life as hundreds of competitors can beat for a cash grand prize of 4.56 million dollars yeah we're watching that yeah Pretty yeah sure so we're watching that sure i think everybody's gonna watch that i think so again i think it's gonna be a fucking mess but again i'd love to know the <laughs> some of the ndas and hush hush you know we've heard a few rumors of people uh not being treated well during think, filming, people getting hurt. My take on this is this is going to be a one season thing. I think it will get cancelled after this season. And then in 10 years, we'll get it's a, a documentary. It's a Well, in 10 years, we'll get a documentary on yes. Squid, Squid Game, The Challenge, The True Story. Yes. I'm pretty sure 100%. that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this is a one and done series, but we'll see. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I think it's going to be ridiculous i mean they've certainly pretty much cleared the decks on netflix uk for the week after uh because the, there's there's not much that that follows i'm not sure if this is a typo but on the november the 23rd there's a show called my demon with an a in the middle and then on the day after there's one called my demon with no a in the middle <laughs> and they're both j- described as japanese anime series I, be- I believe that might be a typo. <laughs> i don't think there's two different series coming out with the same name there's a lot of Japanese stuff coming just after the Squid Game show. Uh, November the 30th, Family Switch, a family comedy switcheroo starring Jennifer Garner and Emma Myers, who after a chance encounter with an astrological reader, find their bodies switched. That's a Netflix original movie. Same day as Obliterated Season 1 comes out, which is from the creators of Cobra Kai. Uh, the series follows an elite special forces team that is trying to stop a deadly... <laughs> 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 I 
Bless you. Hey man, nowhere. So I don't know where I got to, so I'm going to start again. The series follows an elite special forces team that is trying to stop a deadly terrorist attack from destroying Las Vegas. From the makers of Cobra Kai, interestingly. Enough. Nice. Why are the makers of Cobra Kai not making Cobra Kai? <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> cool. Okay, that's it. That's everything that's coming. So yeah, Squid Game, the challenge is the big one this month, I think. Yeah. Not a lot of Christmas movies in there. No. For November. No. Just that one. Right, I think we've done a wave. What are we watching on the movie show this week, Nick? This week on the movie show, come back to this very feed as we talk about our Halloween special movie, Irish folk comedy, Redemption <laughs> of a Rogue. Yes. We're calling it our Halloween special because we forgot to do a Halloween special. So We always do a non-Halloween Halloween do. special. We do indeed. So Redemption of a Rogue is our Halloween special this yeah. year. Find out what we thought this Thursday on the movie show. Yeah. Cool. That's it. I've really enjoyed this episode. I have as well. I think we've done well there. Pat ourselves on the back. I think that's a good episode of The Wave. Tremendous fun. (laughs) Maybe Saturday mornings is a thing. Maybe we've got more energy on this. I I don't know. No idea. Something's in the water this morning. (laughs) Right, let's get out of here. Cheers. Bye.